Okay, recording. Miku wants the tea, sis. You know, anyway. Hello, we are Andrew Smith and Guy B. Yes, yes. Hi, everyone. How are you? Hi, the finale is aired already. We're a bit late. We're doing the reunion and the finale. The finale is already aired because, well, we wouldn't be doing an episode on the finale if it hadn't aired because, duh. I'm very happy. Not like we have early access or any shit like oh, that. I'm and so oh happy. my goodness. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Uh... Spoiler alert. I mean, if you I haven't mean, seen it's been the a episode. Week, so sorry, sis. Landon Cider, our winner. Yas, Queen King. It's everybody yes, always says King. Yas. Yes, exactly. Everybody always says Yas, Queen. No, it is time to say Yas, King. Yas, King. I also can't wait for season four or All Stars. I don't know what's going to happen because they also announced after the finale aired that everything has now, it's off of Prime and has now moved over to Netflix. So now it's a Netflix exclusive, which is rather interesting if I do say so myself. You were saying earlier this season, complaining about the fact that we wanted it to be TVMA, go over to Netflix, and well, guess what? They went over to Netflix. Let's hope that they have TVMA again. For their relative rating, anyway. I just realized they both aired... The first and second seasons both premiered and had a finale on the same date. It was only the third season that changed. and was much shorter, I feel like. The seasons one and two both premiered on Halloween and had a finale on January 16th, whereas season three premiered on August 27th and ended on October 28th. Huh. Interesting. Anywho, yeah. Anyways, first is the reunion. Um, they all wore black except for Valencia, who, like Sasha Bell, did not understand the challenge because why well, not? Well, wasn't that Valencia's whole uh, thing? Yeah, she wasn't much. around very long. She probably didn't have very much time to understand the challenges. I guess. It wasn't a great look to me, so I don't really care. So they all kind of looked meh. Not meh, just like. You all wore black, I don't give a shit, let's move on, blah blah blah. We're not going to be talking much about the finale. They weren't expected to pull punches with these looks. Except they could have because they did in season one, I assume. Yeah, they, well, they did. I, I did. Again, I did not watch the finale, I've already been through this because of, you know, Johnny McGovern and his annoying ass. I have not watched it, but I saw the looks, and they were all different, and then I saw the look, and of course the looks for season two were all different, so it's like, you know, it's a bit weird to me, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, some of the looks had incorporation of what they were wearing when they were exterminated. Like, um, Disasterina had the big pointy tits, but she was also wearing a... She had a bit of hair and stuff on, also a uh, jacket, so that she wasn't just, you know... Yeah, it's weird. Tits only. I mean, what's wrong with tits only? I love tits only. I mean, you gotta have more than that, otherwise you'll be cold. Yeah. Anyway... Nothing really happened in this episode. It was, I mean, it was really just a recap show. There was no, nothing really happened. It was just a bunch of talking and this happened. And what did you feel about this? And how did this happen? And 
this happened. And It's a reunion. What do you expect? The best parts were towards the end with them asking like they do. Well, they started in season two. I don't know if they did it in season one. I don't remember. Uh, where they ask, who do you think should win? And literally nobody says Dahlia. Yeah. And it's basically kind of half and half for Landon and Priscilla, which I think is just makes me laugh. The fact that not even her grandmother was like, you yeah, know, not Dahlia. Sorry, bitch. And I just think that's so funny. Dahlia was a bitch throughout the entire competition. Nobody liked her. Hey, but that's but she says that is her brand. She was that wasn't that like Ivy Winters during Drag Race? Like she was crowned Mr. Congeniality, but then it was found out like, oh, she's secretly a bitch. I mean, who isn't though? True. Crown Miss Congeniality and now be a giant bitch. Are you kidding? You can be a bitch when you want to be. Damn right. Nothing really interesting happened. Blah blah blah. Voting, voting. Who the fuck cares? Let's kill all the bitches again and get to the good shit. <laughs> okay, episode nine is. Oh done. yeah, this time they weren't around a table. They were just in couches, weren't they? Yeah, I also will admit that was kind of annoying that they were not around a table. They were. Just sort of sitting. It was very rem- reminiscent of the drag race reunions where they just sort of have a bunch of chairs, whereas, and Rue will sit in the middle where the boulets are sitting in the middle, and the queens just sort of sit beside Rue. And it just seems weird to me because I really liked the table thing they did in the second season. So it's kind of weird that they just decided to go with what Rue was doing ruin the queens doing this like normal like you see on like real housewives and or or like love and hip-hop and all that it's where they the host person or the person who just does the reunion sits in the middle chair and then you just have everybody else corded off to the sides of them on couches or chairs and i just i don't know i felt that was very weird because i liked it i liked the table thing from the last season but oh well yeah so do i um i think i know why they do that though and it's a common formula for a reason that way people can actually talk to each other It allows people to actually engage. It encourages engagement because people are allowed to get eye contact. You're able to see people make eye contact and producers are able to say like, hey, I see you're looking at them. Talk about it. This is what that is for. I just think it's stupid. Again, the whole episode is just a a recap episode pretty much. So there's nothing really even that, (laughs) you know, who cares anyway? I don't care. We need to get to the good stuff. We need to get to the meat. And that is the next episode. Yes. And that is the finale. And that's another technical episode. So that's an excuse for me to do another intro because I said so. So, okay, continuing. I like the good love strokes. Good girl. Before anybody asks, no, that was not hentai. (laughs) That was one of the best moments from an anime that I think honestly deserves... Well, it got a lot of, like, traction just for memes and stuff, but it it is kind of died down again because I don't think there's been a second season yet, but we'll get something. But (laughs) that was Pop Team Epic, which is basically like a sketch comedy anime starring these two characters that 
are girls, but they don't have to be because they do two, not two, I don't know if it's everything is two, ver I think it is because I watched it on Amazon because it is on Amazon Prime, by the way. And I'm pretty sure, yeah, they, it's two versions of everything, but one half of it is voiced by two women, the characters, and then the other half, the two characters are voiced by men. And that doesn't, and the thing is, some jokes are the same, but some jokes are also different because a kind of, a lot of it is kind of ad-libbed. So like that whole bit with Magdalene Monroe with the women, it's completely different joke when it's voiced by the men. It's describe, it's like metafictional describing the episode and like describing, oh wow, my neck is getting really long. And oh wow, look, those are credits for the, the production assistant or whatever. And I hope that, and it's like different humor for the different like voice actors. Cause I think they basically just put them in the room and say, go fucking wild. Yeah. And I mean, when you get that, then you get Magdalene Monroe. And it's just a complete wildfire. But now it's time for the finale. <laughs> we have our final three of Priscilla Chambers, Dahlia Block, and Land Insider. And blah, 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 filth, blah, 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 glamour, blah, 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 horror, blah, 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 boulets, blah, 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 who, blah, 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 boudoir time, blah, 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 let's get to the runway. I just want to quick mention the boulets do look good. The boulets do look good, and for the first time, they are, well, not for the first time, the first time this quote-unquote season, surprisingly, because they are in person in the, yeah, that's actually kind of interesting, because in the first episode of season two, they are in person, whereas in this season, they haven't been in person at all until the finale, which I think is interesting. Yeah, they were only in person during judging. Yeah, they're not on person and screen. However, they are, well... They were always doing the challenges over that uh, recording. Yeah, over the screen. Did they do... Yeah, in the first season they did... Or the second season they did the first episode. I think they did the fifth episode because that was all outside, but I don't... I'm also not sure if that... No, I think it was. Yeah, because they were all already out. Whenever they did episodes outdoors, they would always meet the contestants. No, that's not true. At least... Well, cause did they do that for the D&D episode? I don't remember. Whenever they started the episode outside. I was going to say, yeah. Well, I mean, in that case, you can't... Anyway, so we'll just get to the looks because that's what you came here for. And also it's basically just bourgeois talk. But I will say, I take it back. I need to talk about Landon some more because honestly, all of you need to go and subscribe to him. Do anything you can to support him because holy crap, he's amazing. Oh my God. He was talking about that he had to have the, can the cancer sur and the surgeries and stuff. And he thought he was going to lose his tongue. And, and he started recording all these messages for his family and his fans and his wife. Oh, it was so sad. It made me like. It was. It was I real sad. About that and it made me like. Because oh, honestly, that was the best thing ever. Pause on my heartstrings. God, I love Landon so much. Uh. Anyway, let let's get to these looks. So first is glamour. And who's up first? I'm not watching the episode right now because I'm using my phone and I don't have my Netflix login. Well, that's kind of annoying because usually he's watching or something and we can't do that right now so if i remember correctly aha here we go thank you youtube glamour first up dolia black in fittingly a black gown it's like dahlia black in a black gown who thought so inventive creative but also very <laughs> just me i don't like this look it's it's basic it wasn't bad 
No, it wasn't bad, but I think it was basic. And it also, I just happened to know, somebody pointed this out on the Reddit at one point I saw, that anybody who wears this sort of look for their glamour, which was Melissa, James, and Vandalia, are all destined to lose. Which is, I mean, three for three. I just realized that's true. Three for three. Fuck. I didn't realize that, but once I saw it, I was like, oh, good. Oh, my God. I barely remember how Melissa B. Ferris always looked, but shit. Shit, that's right. Yeah. And then next is uh, we have Landon, and I I want to die. I never thought I'd have to use this, but Landon's glamour is very... It's very meh. Landon's glamour was the worst of all of his looks. It was also a meh, like Dahlia's look, and I feel like the glamour looks either really pull through or they're the weakest of the person's overall aesthetic. They do something else completely better. Oh no, it's just like, oh, I felt so bad. I mean, I still liked it, but I would have loved, 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 loved either a full like bio queen look, which would have been really cool or like a half and half something like you can get a drag king and a bio queen the same see that like a glamorous drag queen and the glamorous drag queen like oh now that would have been like that's something that would have been really cool and like transformative and it's just it's sad because it is it's glamorous but it's just unfortunately it's definitely the no i can't say it's i can't say it's the worst of all the looks tonight because well (laughs) you know we'll get we'll get to it we'll get to it then there is Priscilla's glamour, which I do think. Talented, brilliant, incredible, amazing, show-stopping, spectacular, never the same, totally unique, completely not ever been done before, unafraid to reference or not reference, put it in a blender. All that. It was a very enjoyable look. Priscilla absolutely loved this glamour. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I love it. Priscilla did glamour through and through. Which I think is so funny that, you know, I think a lot of people, including myself, were probably thinking that each person was going to do a certain thing in a certain way. Like for Priscilla, Priscilla was going to kill filth. And then Landon was probably going to kill horror. And then Dahlia was going to kill glamour. That didn't fucking happen. Not at all. No. Almost all of that went took a left field. Priscilla killed Glamour, and we were all like, oh my god. Uh, Landon killed Filth, and we were like, oh my god. And then Dahlia um, did something, I guess, with horror, and we were all like... She did. It was like, okay. I mean, horror was her best look, but but it wasn't the best. It was, but it's still... (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so that's that. Loved it. Gorgeous, gorgeous white... You haven't even been described. Well, I mean, so I didn't even, I said, what was their glamour? Landon's glamour, I forgot to even, we didn't even mention what they wear. We were just like, it's meh. Uh, Landon's glamour was sort of a suit, hat, shimmery, glittery, umbrella, but also like kind of Jack the Ripper-ish because he had like bloodied hands and stuff. Red like sequin glove hands. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool touch. And then the umbrella opened up to like, more glitter and rhinestones falling out and Dahlia 
choked herself or like killed herself, I guess, with poison or some yeah, shit. Yeah, it's kind of odd. Know, it had some weird performance aspect to it that I didn't think was needed. Unlike Phil Glamour, I don't think needed a performance aspect. I get that it has a performance aspect to it, but I don't think Glamour needs a performance aspect. Like smashing the mirror and stuff. I, I just don't think that for Glamour it's needed. Filth and horror it's definitely needed, but I understand why it's needed for all parts of it. Priscilla's dress had like a bunch of pills on it and was like reminiscent of her former addictions and stuff. And she like threw up pills, which was really nice. But I just liked the way it worked. Although some people didn't like it and thought that the vomit part kind of took away from the Glamour. But meh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, it didn't entirely look like vomit. If you looked at it from afar, it just looked like an odd piece. But then, oh, it makes sense that it's throw up now. And yeah, it, it made sense. So that's that. And then we move on to now. Filth. 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 I just thought it was just because they're so like, filth, clamor, horror. I mean, it's just like the intro. Yeah, that's... Well, I mean, I know, but the way... But it's just like, when it's not all at once, like it is in the intro, and you just single, filth. Oh, it's just so weird when it's all singled out. Anyway, first in our filthy, filthy, filthy peoples is Priscilla Chambers, who is the dirtiest lunch lady you will ever meet. I do like this look a lot, but it's very what Bitch Pudding did last year as a janitor to me. But it didn't seem like it was immediately as grotesque. It might just be the yeah. fact that it was edited down Maybe. and didn't get very much screen time. I Yeah, the editing on these are so, runways are always so weird. But I, I, for me, it was just very reminiscent of that, like, Janitor, not janitorial, but just like sort of a menial worker who is just doing weird things with the thing with the thing that their job associates with. It was very that. And I mean, that works all in all. There are some good takes on that. It was fine. I just the fact that it immediately reminded me of bitches filth look from last year is just sort of a detriment to it to me. So that was a problem for me. It was very... I can find, I gotta get all these damn clips, but it's, it's just very, very, you know, the thing. Beetlejuice? Yeah, the Beetlejuice. It's very. Not bad, not bad. Not bad, not bad. Not bad. Actually, I'm going to use the full clip because Landon. Not bad, not bad. Now you. Now you. And Landon. Talented, brilliant, incredible, amazing, show-stopping, spectacular, never the same, totally unique, completely not ever been done before, unafraid to reference or not reference, put it in a blender, shit on it, vomit on it, eat it, give birth to it. Yes. Holy shit. This was amazing. I... Loved it. So, there was like a whole living room used as a prop. Room. He was playing this very like incel type. Oh, it was just horrible, man. It was oh dandruff and scratching his balls and snot and he had a whole fucking sex doll prop and fucked it and pissed in a bottle. Oh my god, it was so good. I loved it so much. It was. Wild. Some of the parts were really edited down, which is why we need that TV fucking MA. Who cares? He was still. I mean, it was still basically him fucking a sex doll and pissing in bottles. And I know. I don't care. It was amazing. Like, I loved it. Things were cut down. I feel like, and it's just like, oh, we didn't get all the good stuff. 
I think we got a lot of good stuff. It was fucking amazing is what it was, goddammit. Oh, I loved it. Oh my god. Landon Cider, King of Filth, it seems. Did I mention I loved it? I loved it. I don't think I mentioned I loved it. I loved it a lot. I loved it absolutely. Holy crap. Lennon also had some of the best body paint we've seen on him this entire season. Christ, I loved it. And then we move on to Dahlia Black. What do I have for this? So, um, Dahlia Black says this is her filth look. Lies on Nelly. Lies. Because, ma'am, this is very horror. Not filth. Sorry about it. I misunderstood the assignment. Yeah, but this has... This is basically two horror looks, one that decided to be a teeny bit grosser, and she said, oh, that'll be my filth look. Yeah. Because she played this sort of Baba Yaga character where she has a baby, sacrifices it, and just drives herself in blood. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. That really... Like, even just describing it like that, that sounds like a horror thing, not a filth thing. Yeah. It... It reminds me of how, was it Victoria did for filth that necrophilia? Yep, that was Victoria. Cannibalism with the doctor and stuff. And that, that was, was... That was filth. That was gross and filthy and all, but it was also very horror. Although it wasn't as horror-ish as her actual horror look, it was still like, hmm. Yeah, but I mean, that was necrophilia. That's like messing around with i mean that's messing around with corpses and shit i know that see that was filthy dahlia learn from your mother god damn it yes dahlia wishes she could have done necrophilia yeah but i just i just think it's so funny it, it, i'm sorry i was watching it and i'm like this isn't filth this is horror what the hell i don't get it like uh whatever i don't even know I don't even care. Thank you. Anyway, now we move on to... Horror. There are no horror moments that can compare to Bitch Puddin's horror look last season with the spooky banshee specter lights. That was a fucking incredible look. See, I See, I've noticed a lot of people more recently saying... It's only good until she turns the lights on. Then it sucks. I thought it was still quite interesting, but it had a very amazing performance aspect. Yeah, agreed. But anyway, now we move on to horror. And we move on to Priscilla Chambers. Well, I'll just reuse this. I hate to say it's not up to par, but nope. I wasn't expecting Priscilla to do horribly. It's just that Priscilla doesn't always give us the best looks. I thought, who, who, who was I talking to? I was talking to Ola. I think I was. I think I was talking to Ola or something, watching it, and I think they were like, "I thought it was Dahlia at first until she took the mask off." I know, <laughs> which I think is funny. So she was this sort of necro mancer like deviled winged vampirist but wearing like this like female latex mask and then she like rips it off to reveal like bald head vampire teeth spiky ears like i'm vampire blah, blah, blah. vampiric ghoul sort of creature and it's it's interesting but it's definitely the the weakest of 
Part 3. Yeah. Because, like I said, while I will say weakest because while, again, the filth look did remind me of bitch pudding, it was still a strong look. It just happened to remind me of something, which was just a broad. But this, to me, was, as far as weak looks go, this was the weakest look to me and the weakest performance. Then you have Dahlia Black. The more I look at it, like when I first saw it, I was like, holy shit. But as I continue to watch it and see it and also... Notice more detail? Well, not even notice more detail, just to... Because I have to remember, performance also is an aspect in it. Again, I know I've already talked about like, eh, why are you doing glamour? But a performance is an aspect of it. And for me, I think Dahlia thought this look is going to just be the thing. Because at least unless they edited something out, really all she did was walk around and turn her head around a couple of times because she wore this like giant skin suit thing that and the four and had four faces, including her own, that are supposed to represent the uh, House of Black, including her mother and her sisters and other people. And she turns around and like different faces molds, including her own, which is a cool look and a cool concept. But all she did for her performance was walk and spin around so you could see all the faces. And for me, that was like, eh. I mean, I do get that you can't do very much with that sort of prosthetic on. Usually those are extremely delicate. I also, however, did not get one cent of that, oh, it's supposed to represent the House of Black. Which is, again, cool, but I just, to me, it was... Eh. Yeah. I thought the faces were cool and all, but everything else was just... It was just really meh. Like, it's... It's a cool horror look. It's just, again, it's not always about the look. It's a lot about the performance. And speaking on that turn of a dime, we move to Landon where the look is not 100%. It is very cool. And parts, like, the bottom is not as great as the top. <laughs> I'm sure so many gays have heard that. <laughs> uh, you know, the leg part is could have been better. The top part is much better designed to me. But the story... So Landon is playing like the Tin Man, but kind of gone psycho, but not really psycho because he's carrying Dorothy in a body bag and he has his axe and he's chopping her up and blood's flying everywhere and he pulls out her heart and he eats eating it so he can get a heart. But like, what did I, somebody, you know, somebody described it as like, you can see in his eyes the way that he's like, he's not doing this because he's you know, lost his marbles. He's doing this because he wants a fucking heart and he, he's, you know, he doesn't like that he has to do this to his friend, but God damn it, she's got a heart and he's going to get it. And she's dead. And so she's what? Dead, but it's like, oh my God, it was still. And then the more he eats the heart, it's like the more he lights up. Like he's a little off the wall, but. It's just amazing. Like, I have a heart. I have a heart now. You know, eating it like. Yeah. The story and the way that he performed, it's about, it's also about performance and holy crap. It was so good. And then, of course, uh, we have the finale. And, of course, they're like, the winner is Meatball. No, no, no. JK, JK. <laughs> Landon Cider. They actually changed up the way that they did deliberations, I feel like. Yeah, also I will say that they did deliberations, like there was no talking really, it was just about 30 seconds of them going over the looks and going, this was cool, this was cool, this was cool, okay, moving on to the crowning. Like ghostly voices, kind yeah, ghostly, of. Yeah, they didn't even show them, it was just showing the looks and then they're like voiceovers, so that was very weird. 
It was odd, slightly unusual editing. I mean, it kind of works all in all, but yeah. Fuck, we didn't even talk about this episode's intro. Did they have an intro? I don't remember. Yes, they did. Oh, I, oh yeah. I fully forgot about Wow, that's... The Ritual with Bitch and Vander and the Boulets. It was a good, it was, that makes me laugh because that was a good intro and it fully made, the fact that I didn't remember makes me laugh. Uh, <laughs> like every finale they've done up until now, they start with a, with some sort of a ritual for guidance from the Elder Spirits. But, you know, it was the four you had, you know, the Boulets plus Bitch plus Vander all doing this sort of like... Guardians of the North, East, South, and West... I think. East, South, West, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like they're making ever-evolving religion? Basically just doing this ritual to be like, hey, we're gonna have another person in our midst of being the next drag super monster. We pray to the god things to... Direct us or whatever? Yeah, pretty much. I don't really have anything else to say that. It was... Nothing for me will beat the Mommy Dearest intro, because that was the one I still remember. The fact that I didn't even remember this intro. And this intro did not make me mad, or, like, did not make me be like, oh, well, I don't care. I just forgot that it existed, and that makes me laugh. The intro with Meatball last season was very good, though. Now, that was hilarious. That was fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was hilarious i wish they could have why couldn't they have brought meatball back a third time why not come on because they served up her head you think that's gonna kill her they kept her alive they kept her in the freezer the whole time why couldn't they have just kept her head alive in like a glass jar or something like futurama you know they would do that yeah i remember having seen an episode revolving around that Yeah, they absolutely would have done that. And anyway, that'll do it for this episode. Congratulations to our king ruling forever, Landon Sider. You are now coated in blood of the victory. What are we going to do after this? We're done with Dragula. Yeah, I don't know. I do still have to go back and do all the remastering if I'm actually going to do any other remastering. I might, if I want to cut down on save time, uh, just credit the music necessary and just split them out from the final recording, editing, whatever I did. I guess Drag Race UK? There is Dragula Season 1, which we haven't gone over. Oh yeah, we never did cover Dragula Season 1. In that case, we're going completely backwards. <laughs> yeah, but we'll decide we'll do whether we'll do Dragula Season 1 or Drag Race UK. Because I do kind of want to do Drag Race UK just because it's absolutely g- it's good. And it's not Drag Race US. We're not talking about Drag Race US, but we'll talk about anything else. Yes, and it feels quite different to Drag Race US. I mean, I'll be the one to say it. It's a hell of a lot better than anything Drag Race US has put out in the last couple of years. Oop. I, I will agree, because it's fresh queens. There is definitely some influence from across the pond, but still. I mean, name the last time any of one, any one of, um, with the most recent episode, name any of the last times a song by... T- beep, beep. Oops, I didn't, you know. I don't know how to say. You should just, like, when you're editing this, I say his name, just go like, beep, beep, because I don't want his name on my lips. But um, name the last time a song by him reached the top 40, specifically top three on any sort of charts or any sort of mainstream charts, because the most recent 
Fuck Destroyers version of Break Up Bye Bye is literally was number three on the UK Top 40, like mainstream radio. Name any sort of song by our US man that could do that. I didn't think so. Hair Nails, Body Face, or whatever the fuck that was, that was trending when its video released? And I mean, if I recall, Todrick, (laughs) as per his usual, pulled that video together over the course of a weekend. Yeah, no one cares. I fully don't care about him, thanks, bye. That's the only thing I really respect about him, his ability to throw together choreography, a video, etc. in a handful of days. Yeah, and not pay any of his people because, you know, he doesn't like paying his people. Oh, they're, so little of their time is used, it's like, oh, they're getting paid, like, whatever wage, and it's nothing. No, they're not. He doesn't want to pay his people because you're working for exposure. <laughs> that too. Y'all can come fight me on this. I don't give a shit. I hate Todrick, and I will continue to hate him. Because you know what? He's become so... Ever since he began... And I'm not hating on Taylor Swift before anybody tries those. I just think, because ever since he became besties with Taylor Swift, he has gotten into a bad crowd. He's forgotten who he is. He just thinks, oh, I'm best friends with all the peoples. I'm famous. I don't give a shit about anybody but me. (gasps) Me. And it's just like, I don't care. Fuck off. Ego does not look good on Todrick Hall. It's my hot take. I don't like him. I don't think he is good for people anymore. I think Drag Race needs to get rid of his ass. But unfortunately, they can't get rid of his ass because who the fuck else are they going to get? Lucian Piani, the fucking crackhead? No. We're going <laughs> to oh have to keep God, him around no. until, you know. I was about to say, they might try and get someone from across the pond or whatever. I doubt it. They'll find somebody else. But yeah. see, the pro- yeah, exactly. That's the problem. It's like, who can we get now? Let's get Lucian. Oh, no, he's in a crack house again, showing his AIDSy dick to people. No, AIDSy hobo dick. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Cocaine apartment. Yeah, well, he's. I remember when he said that. He was on, was he on Twitter or Instagram? I think he was on Instagram or Twitter. Or and I remember he just made a random tweet that's like, here's my AIDSy hobo dick. And it's like, Lucian, what are you doing, you fucking crackhead? Oh, he's high. That's what he's doing. God, he's such a crackhead. Drugs. He's arrested a couple of Drugs. Yeah, he does a lot of drugs. He's fucked up. Drugs? I don't know what. Do you know the vine where it's an owl just saying, drugs, and then this woman is just like... so no. Your comments are falling on deaf ears, honey. The listeners like them, I hope. Drugs. Anyway, that'll do it for this (laughs) final season episode of the two gays drag cast who the hell knows when we'll be back but you can always catch us on thursdays on guy's youtube channel where we stream and do gaming yes if you know we can't get this out consistently we're consistent with those yes we have been pretty consistent with our streaming schedules i at least have been pretty consistent with my streaming schedule sundays and thursdays sundays i play minecraft on my own and i might at some point interchange other games when i'm not doing dev streams for my mod pack or mod packs if i wind up making the one that i plan to make or ones Ugh. once you go down the rabbit hole you can't ever pull back out mm-hmm. but if you enjoyed this please leave feedback and you know like and do whatever you can share to tell your friends about us please we don't have any friends subscribe on your own apps and 
if you can get a hold of your friends' phones and like hit subscribe for them, tell them how to download podcasts. Here, give me your phone. Why? I'm just gonna subscribe to this podcast real quick. Why? Yes. Because I can. Because I can. Even if you don't listen to it, at least a subscription always helps. No subscription. And like maybe this will like get you to actually listen to fucking podcasts. <laughs> I don't like podcasts. Well, too bad you're gonna get it anyway. Too bad you will enjoy this one. I don't enjoy it. Well, too bad. I don't know. Anyway, this has been 10 episodes, well, not 10, 8 episodes, 9 episodes, I don't know how many episodes we did. Uh, episode, this is like episode 8. Yeah, 8. Alright, cool. Our first, second podcast, it's lasted longer than the other one. I mean, yes. For now. <laughs> anyway, that'll yes. do it for us. Thank you all so much for in listening and enjoying. And this has been Andrew B. and Guy Smith. And we're signing off. Until next time, take care. We'll see you guys. Bye. Bye. We do not own, express ownership for, or desire for ownership of any clips or discussed content. All copyrights and trademarks belong to their respective owners. Two Gays Dragcast is co-written, recorded, and produced by Andrew B., or Andrew Blossoms, and me, Guy Smith. Editing, showrunning, and community management by Guy Smith. You can find our links in the description to our YouTube channels. If you dig a little deeper, you can find our Twitter pages as well. However, we aren't guaranteed to be all that active on there. This is an independent production. We do not pay for advertising. Following and sharing the show is the best way to support it. You can find all of our information about the show, as well as every existing episode and all the other platforms that we exist on, all at one place. Anchor.fm forward slash two gays dragcast. That again is anchor.fm slash two gays dragcast. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, take care. Bye now.